Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour this Monday. More phone calls coming up. Chiefs, Raiders tonight. Raiders lost to Kansas City by 39 and 27 last year. Kansas City favored by seven and a half. By the way, uh, I guess it's never too early to start looking ahead to next week. San Francisco will be at Atlanta. Uh,. Buffalo at Kansas City, and then Dallas at Philadelphia on Sunday night. Denver at the Chargers Monday night. Let's ride. Russell Wilson, in 11 NFL seasons, has never gone into a game with this kind of spotlight on him other than being in a Super Bowl. Right? When you think about everything that's happened, Broncos at the Chargers, And it feels like the season is hanging in the balance there. And it's weird because they could be 4-1. and They just seem pedestrian right now. Certainly offensively. Don't know how healthy Russell Wilson is. I did talk to somebody in the NFL who is uh, an assistant coach uh, for another team. Said, you know, Hackett and and Russell Wilson, that's not a marriage that you, that's almost an arranged marriage. Because Hackett was with uh, Aaron Rodgers. And it's a different kind of approach structure with the offense when you have Russ with Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett was with Aaron Rodgers last year. And that kind of struck me as kind of interesting. That Russ is going to go there. Did he not know what kind of offense or what he wants out of his quarterback? Do you want your quarterback in the pocket? Is the key to Russ's success being able to get outside the pocket? So there's a few things in play here, but that seems to be a really, really big game for Russell Wilson. And you have Geno Smith, who is playing really well. Even though they lost, he's playing really well. 
But that'll be next week. And then, does Dak Prescott feel the pressure at all to get back sooner? Because I would not have him come back to play against the Eagles. Yeah, I, I want him to ease in against, you know, the Bears or the Lions. But I, I still have to look at that. Even if he's 100%, like i got to look at this and go, is that the game I want him to come back and play? Yeah, Paul. Marvin and I just cringed when you said 100%, because if it gets out there that Dak Prescott is medically cleared to play I know. and he doesn't start, then you'd have something. Yeah, I, Whether it's real or not, you'd have something, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I agree. Next Sunday night, it'll be Micah Parsons and the Cowboys going to Philly, battling the Eagles, NFC Showdown, Sunday, 7 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Yes, Mark? Yeah, and I think that, you know what? If they were playing, you know, subpar, the Cowboys, then Dak, like, rush Dak back. But the way they're playing right now, like, you know what? Let's just keep this rolling, and let's get you as healthy as can be and give you another week or so to get all the way right. But you know this style wins. So far, it's won. Defense, defense has been great. Run the football. Now you have an upgrade at passing when you need to pass. How much do they change their game plan? With Dak back, then you go, well, we throw the ball 30 times now. But you don't have to if you know this, this style can win you games. Because the line looks pretty good. And you have two good running backs. I don't know if you have a formidable passing game. You have a really good defense. It's almost like you're going, well, everybody passes, so we're supposed to pass to win games. We paid Dak all that money. I, I've always felt like Jerry Jones like begrudgingly embraced Dak Prescott, that it just didn't feel like that's my guy and, and we're going to ride you. That's right. It, it just, it's weird. It's a weird feeling with Jerry Jones when it comes to Dak Prescott. Like, you know, let me see what he can do. Dak's going to bet on himself. He came back. He played well. All those things. Hey, he came in for Tony Romo and Jerry loved Tony Romo and Dak. Well, he's winning, you know, with uh, Tony's team. But you eventually got around to almost begrudgingly. All right, I'll pay him. I got to pay him. But, oh, my God, this Cooper Rush. Like, you know. Feels like he'd love for this to be a bigger story, you know, a, a, a controversy, a quarterback controversy. Cooper Rush knows, I think a lot of times what happens is, like it, it, this happened with Russell Westbrook last week. He goes, you know, I know I'm a good shooter. No, no, you're not. You got to know you're not a good shooter. That's the problem. It's what do I do well and what do I not do well? I know I'm not good at doing play-by-play. I tried it, and I'm, I just didn't capture a game the way it should be captured. I know that. But there's certain things that I know I can do and certain things I know I can't do. I know I can host a show. I know I can interview. I can't do play-by-play. Cooper Rush knows exactly what he can do. Now, the play calling factors into that, but you have to know what your quarterback is good at. I can't ask him to be, you know, Patrick Mahomes. Just be this. Don't try too many things. You know, Jameis Winston, classic example. He thinks he's Brett Favre. And sometimes he is, <laughs> but it's the other times when he's not. Oh, by the way, I'm watching the Saints. Taysom Hill. If Taysom Hill's in the backfield, 
Odds are he's probably going to run the football. <laughs> uh, now, I did have a, a touchdown pass. But I'm watching, and I'm going, I think Taysom Hill's going to get the ball, and he's going to run it. Especially when it's like third and one. <laughs> like, like, what, is he going to go deep? Oh, uh, and then all of a sudden, Taysom Hill has one of those games where you go, maybe he should be the quarterback. No, he's not a quarterback. He's an unbelievable talent. That's what he is. How about I get you, you know, X number of plays here, X number of plays here. You want to bring him in to be a quarterback for a little bit? Okay. But but he's not, I don't know if he's good enough to be one thing, but he's good enough to be a lot of different things all at once. But I'm watching him going, uh, Taysom Hill's going to run the ball. And I'm with somebody and we're watching the game. They go, how did you know that? I go, ah, just a guess with Taysom Hill. Chances are they're going to uh, get him the ball. He had a big game, big performance there. Oh, boy. Now, here's my question off of yesterday. And this is based off of two weeks prior. Is the NFL better after what happened to Tua Tonga-Bailoa? Because now we're going to be overly careful. Then you have the Tom Brady situation. And at the top of the hour during the commercial break, I had a, uh, a source who works with the NFL saying that watch the Tom Brady sack again, and he was slung to the ground. And and you you have to factor that in in real time because it that's not reviewable. Yeah, Paul. Is that illegal? Because that, that would be a new rule that slinging a quarter, slamming a quarterback to the ground has been illegal. Landing on a quarterback and not trying to roll off has been illegal. This is new. Three weeks ago, slinging a quarterback to the ground was not illegal. But it happened to Tua in the Bengals game, and, and that is what was brought to my attention, that, hey, look at the play, and, and you know Brady is being tossed down where it's almost slinging him to the ground so he, he might hit his head. But the defensive lineman, he, he's not stopping tackling him because Brady's not stopping trying to get out of the tackle. It's, I, it's, I know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you what I was told. I got scolded by somebody with the NFL. They were like, hey, you know what? We're trying to make this safe. We're, 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 we're protecting people. You know, you can't have, as I was told, you can't have it both ways. I go, wait, what way do I have it? I just, Tua should not have played, continued to have played when he had his first, when he got his bell rung. And then Teddy Bridgewater probably should have been able to play after he went to the ground. And then Tom Brady with the sack. I just think if somebody was, who's a fan now who's young, who didn't get to watch in the 70s and the 60s, watched plays, and they'd be like, oh, that guy's got to be ejected. Oh, that guy's going to be suspended. No, that's just the way you played football. There's an inherent danger when you sign up to play. It's not like somebody goes, damn, they hit hard out there. When you get into the ring and somebody punches you, it's like, wow, wow, that really hurts. That's what football is. You sign up for it. And Joe Burrow said what a lot of people think. He was honest. And he said, we get our bell rung. We get hit. This is what you sign up for. And if you don't want to do that, you don't want to play, then don't sign up for that. You can protect to a certain degree. It's a violent sport. It's always going to be a violent sport. 
Yes, Tom. As insensitive as it may sound, safer is largely not better in sports. You tune in for the violence, whether it's race cars that could go up in flames or go flying into the air. If boxers were wearing full armor and giant helmets, who would watch a boxing match or a UFC if there's no chance of some type of unfortunate serious injury or blood or whatever people want to see that makes them want to tune into that? Yes, he this the rule's been around for like four years, I think in two thousand eighteen. It was just enforced poorly here because it was such a soft bit of contact it seemed like yeah. right yeah um but i don't agree with the idea that just because the game is violent you can't try to make it safer yes but it's always going to be violent right but you can still make it safer yeah i mean nascar you're still going 200 miles an hour and they put padding in the walls i i agree with that uh do we get to the point where they wear those helmets that they wear in the preseason will they wear those during regular season games i'm curious about that if the NFL truly wanted to make it safe, there's ways of making it safer. Like NASCAR, if they ever want to make it safe, they would go 90. Yeah. And they're never going to do that. Yeah. But it's like hockey. Okay. How about no fighting? Wait, that's part of hockey. Okay, well, then, you know, it's it's still going to be in the game. You're going to have, you know, some vicious fights in there. Yeah, see. Yeah, but like the Hans device made it safer. Yeah. I don't think anybody's upset about that. They were at the time. The drivers did not want to wear those things. I remember, you know, there were quite a few drivers. Earnhardt like, didn't want to. But I, I, I think when you have a, a sack or a hit, a play, and then you go, oh, come on. So the Tom Brady play from, and I'm watching it again, the impression you get is that defensive lineman is swinging Tom Brady slinging him to the ground and maybe it's going to have a in, a, in a way that will have the same blunt force that you had two a half. At least that's what was explained to me. And I thought, okay, being fair to that situation, if that's another quarterback, let's say that that's Jacoby Brissett. Does he get the call? If it's Bailey Zappi, and the answer is, in my opinion, no. Then they don't get that call. Yes, he. It's, a, it's, it's tricky because people are upset today about Teddy Bridgewater being held out of the game, and they were also upset about Tua being allowed back in the game. How can you be both of those at the same time? And especially when it's the exact same organization that screwed it up the first time. Now they did what they should have done the last time, and it's somehow both ways were wrong. Well, they were wrong on Tua because Tua, you know, staggered a couple of times. Now, they may have been wrong with Teddy, and I think they were because I don't, I don't think that he, he was nowhere near impaired the way Tua was. Tua should not have, they shouldn't even entertain that. They should have hidden his helmet. Yeah, point. I watched uh, the Teddy Bridgewater hit about five times. I wonder, when he got hit and when he went down, he stays down for like a second. He's just kind of getting himself together. And he rolls one way, then he rolls the other. And then as he's walking back, he kind of just grabs his elbow lightly. I wonder if they thought him grabbing his elbow was a cover. Because that's the only thing he does. He never goes to his head. He never hits his back or anything like that. Do we have breaking news? Do you want to play Guess the NFL Breaking News game? Uh, it's going to fill in a blank game. Okay. The blank have moved on from blank. Which team moved on from which head coach? The Carolina Panthers have moved on from Matt Rule. Correct. The Panthers have fired Matt Rule. According to 
Ian Rapport, Tom Pelissaro, and everyone else who covers me. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Todd. And strangely enough, Nathaniel Hackett just got a three-year extension. That doesn't really make any that sense. That is not that true. Matter. He did not. He did not, did not get a three-year extension. Yeah, Matt Rule wasn't a question of if, but when. And 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 we're starting to get. And and I it was brought to my attention Matt Rule a couple of weeks ago, be, before Herm Edwards got fired, that Matt Rule could be a guy you know for a job like that. So that. This isn't out of, you know, and, and he might be a better college coach than a pro coach. Well, yes, he is a better college coach than a pro coach. Yes, Paul. Yeah, he, he seems like he'll be in within three weeks hired by a college program. And now you got to get to that point where you go, is Baker Mayfield a starting quarterback? Because we saw in Cleveland, he did have moments where you go, okay. And then he went to Carolina, he's going to bet on himself. And I knew Carolina wasn't going to be a good team, but is that enough for him to showcase his talents so then he could get that next contract? And that's not going to be the case. Yes, he. Well, it feels like uh, Rule being fired is a lifeline towards him being a starting quarterback, right? I mean, now he's like, well, it's not my fault. Coach oh, stunk. Oh, you think this is going to benefit him or give him a little bit more time to be the starting quarterback? Absolutely. Hmm. Well, Matt Rule, known as a offensive-minded guy. Yes, Todd. And didn't Baker show up in a walking boot, though, at the end of the game? Yeah. I don't know how much is drama versus an actual injury about how bad that they're playing. Well, I don't know if he said, hey, can I get a walking boot? Can I put boot? this boot on? Yeah. i got to come up with some reason why <laughs> this is not working out. <laughs> might have. I, don't, I don't know if he tried to distract Give me from a cast. Give me something. Neck brace? <laughs> suit of armor? He might have. Wow. Well, he's a good actor. Let's take a break. We'll get to more phone calls coming up right after this. If you own a business, it's been a bumpy ride. Pandemic, inflation, you could use a break. If your business has five or more employees, manage to survive COVID. You could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. Not alone. Refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. GetRefunds.com. <laughs> Team of tax attorneys they put together, highly trained in a little-known payroll tax refund program. They've already returned $1 billion to businesses, and they can help you. At least give them a chance. Go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, answer a few questions, and see if they can help you. Businesses of all types can qualify, and those, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. They do all the work, no charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash that they get. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go... You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Next Sunday night, Cowboys-Eagles. How about that showdown? Sunday, 7 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Tommy in North Carolina. Hey, Tommy. Best and worst of the weekend. Mm, good morning. Uh, first time caller, five, nine and a half, a stout salad, 240. All right. 
And it's all head weight, by the way. When I was a walk-on for the Florida Gators way back, I had the, at that diminutive stature, I, I had the biggest head on the team, and a size 8 helmet. So it's all head weight, but who cares? Thank you, Tom. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. Tommy gets a chance to do best and worst of the weekend. Come on, Marv. Don't be so mean. All right, Tommy. What happened? I, I missed Marv's mean comment. No, no, he was going to hang up on you, and I, I said no. Oh, geez. Okay, I don't, I don't mean to. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, worst of the weekend is the uh, what, what's up with the Jags? They they just have no identity. It's an identity crisis. That, I mean, that they, cooled they, off they quickly. Big. That cooled off quickly. What, <laughs> what is that about? That, that was confusing. That was the worst of the weekend. The best of the weekend. You guys were talking about big, uh, stout characters and athletes from Kansas. Uh, we just had uh, delivered from Kansas a uh, three-month-old St. Bernard Doodle, St. Bernie Doodle puppy, and he is at three months old, uh, over 50 pounds. He's going to be uh, – he'll be a John Riggins. Thank you, Tommy. Yeah, Marv, you should have hung up on him. Yes, Paul. Yeah, I should have saw this coming. He kind of had Fritzy's comedic setup. I, was, I had the biggest head on the team. It was an eight. Yeah. And they're silencing. Yeah. What's the deal with the Jaguars? <laughs> What's going on there? Come on. It's a Bernadoodle, and I'm going to name him uh, John Riggins. Yeah. <laughs> Crickets. He, was, he had all the setups ready. Yeah. St. Bernard Sanders is what I'm going to call him. Yeah. Bernie Sanders. It's the hey. observational without the humor. Anyone? That's what happens. Yeah. The Hello. Sound. Yeah. Hello. Um, so the Panthers have fired Matt Rule. What's the rule as far as him getting another job? Now, he's going to get bought out. How much money do they have to spend? David Tepper has to spend for Matt Rule. David Tepper paid $6 million to get him out of Baylor. So he wrote him that check just to get him to the team. He was given a seven-year, $60 million contract with incentives to get it up to $70 million. Oh, Don't think he hit those incentives. Uh, but Rule does have – he has no incentive to take a be a friendly buyout because he's not going to be back in the NFL anytime soon. And the college teams are more probably desperate for him. Yeah. He will probably get the full buyout. Or not the full buyout, but, you know. Be not team friendly. I thought that he was going to be a really good coach. You know what he was doing at Baylor, and was he at Temple before that? And you just go, okay, all right. I like the trajectory. It almost felt like he needed one more job before he got to Carolina, but he got there to Carolina. You got your uh, new owner. You know, all of a sudden, you're going to bring in Baker Mayfield. I mean, it, it's a nondescript team. You got Christian McCaffrey, but when's the last time you went, God, did you see Christian McCaffrey? I mean, usually that's a, a picture from some uh, remote beach with uh, his girlfriend. Is he still going out with uh, Olivia Culpo or whatever her name is? Checking. Yeah. I think so. Matt Rule was 11-27 and 27 in three seasons. That's not good. <laughs> that's not good. And Baker Mayfield's in a walking boot. Yes, Todd. Oklahoma defensive coordinator, Matt Rule. Is that something uh, they should tap into? Things aren't going very well in Norman. He could play for the defense. I don't, I don't think he's a defensive-minded guy. Yeah, some, he has some defense and offense. Oh, he does. Him. Okay. Yeah. Well, he is a head coach. So. I, don't, I don't know if he's going to have to reduce himself to being a coordinator. I would, I would imagine if he's going back into the college ranks that he would get a head coaching job. Uh, awkward moments from the weekend. Uh, Paulie, you had one. I went to an Oktoberfest, and there's a lot of people I knew at this thing. It was a local place up in Vermont. And I see this guy I haven't seen in a while. He's an older gentleman. I'd say he's about 65. 
Mm-hmm. He's always been a little bit heavy. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen him. I go, hey, John, how are you? He goes, how are you? I'm like, dude, you look great. You lost some weight. He goes, well, that's what open heart surgery will do mm-hmm. to a fella. And if, so instead of feeling like, oh, I'm sorry, I went with, should have done it years ago. <laughs> wow. I thought it was a funny line. It, it is. Yeah. The people around him didn't think it. He actually liked the line. <laughs> I had open heart surgery. I'll, I'll drop some weight. I'm yeah. like, you should have done it a long time wow. ago. I guess that depends on how long ago the open heart surgery was. Seven weeks. You know, yeah. it might be a little close. Yeah. Seven weeks. Seven and a half weeks. It's, it's weird. Oh, in that case. He had an IV hanging out of him. He, lo- he looked great. Yeah. Uh, that was a good line. Seaton, you have an awkward moment? Uh, I got into a yelling match with another dad at my son's soccer match, my son's soccer tournament this weekend. Was the that other was awesome. dad a dad of somebody on your son's team? No, on the other team. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Hate to be that guy, but it happened. The guy the guy was yelling. The, the, the father from the other team was yelling at a player on my son's team, mm-hmm. which is an absolute immediate youth sports 101 non-starter especially for me but you there's there are few rules but you absolutely do not talk to the kids on the other team and this dude was calling one of our kids like a cheap player and a dirty player and he should be off the field and all this stuff and i was like whoa dad easy easy they're just kids all right chill out it's not a dirty play they're just kids they're playing like you know soccer's a physical sport or whatever and he's like no that kid is garbage all of this stuff and i was like whoa dude no 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 you don't ever talk to any of the kids on our team. You could talk to your kids. You could talk to the coach. You could talk to the ref. But you don't ever talk to the kids on our team, ever. And uh, there were some parents that we were probably like 30 yards away from each other. So everybody heard the conversation, <laughs> which was awesome. Um, and it never really went further than that. But I did later have to, at like the team dinner with all the parents, it was brought up. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> Sorry, sorry to be that guy, but I think the I think the parents on the team appreciated it um, because he wasn't even talking to my kid. But like I said, I at one point I had yelled at him. I was like, "Dude, you're a grown ass man yelling at a 13 year old boy." <laughs> All right, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I don't really feel that bad. I hate being that guy, but it felt deserved in this moment because that guy was being just an absolute. Okay. Moron. Yes, right. Paul. I think it's a must yell at the other dad situation because that's is like level one of being a parent. If you have a problem with a kid on the other team, you speak to the coaches or that kid or the parents, and this message is sent third party. I don't think you could ever talk directly to the kid. No. Seen was it ever was it close to go time at all? No, no, no. We wow. were way too far away from each other. Thirty yards could be made up fast. Thirty yards could be made up fast. Yeah, but he uh, put his earbuds in and then watched the rest of the match <laughs> like that. Uh, Jason in Phoenix. Jason, best and worst of the weekend. Well, following up Seton, that's pretty great. Actually, uh, man, you're not a real soccer dad until you've had that. So that's also on my best. Way to go, Seton. Yes. Uh, worst of the weekend. Mm. Worst of the weekend. Kyler Murray's decision-making. Um, not knowing that it's going to be, uh, fourth down, spiking the ball that you didn't get first. Garbage. Best of the weekend, ASU Sun Devils win. My 12-year-old runs onto the field, runs into the quarterback, gets pictures with him, and the star on defense, Trevez Moore. It was awesome. Just a super fun weekend. All right. Well, thank you, Jason. Kyler, I think, thought he had the first down. Because then he gets up and he's like, I'm going to spike it. I'm going to spike it. And then that's when he realized – because, you know, I think he was criticized. It's like clock management. I think he thought he got the first down. 
At least that was the feeling I got as I'm watching it. Yes, Mark. I definitely thought we, we should have saw this coming. The lime green suit, man. <laughs> look, you dress like a clown. Never mind. Wow. wow, that's harsh. The lime green suit, man. That no was... lime green. That's a suit that no. I'm always a dark color, bright maybe shirt, bright shirt or loud uh, blazer. Black or navy blue slacks. Did he have no shirt blazer. under the double-breasted jacket or not? I couldn't tell. And no shirt underneath. Yeah, that's DP. What? That's a statement. No, you can't. He showed up at the press conference afterwards with his uniform on. <laughs> you can't show up with that thing. Key lime, why? Like it, it, that was uh, like the the Riddler and yeah. Batman. You know, it's like whoa. Yeah, more. He definitely should have had some question marks for his. Oh, okay. Clock. I see what you did with that. <laughs> bloop, bloop. Uh, Julianne in San Diego is back. Hi, Julianne. Hey, DP. Uh, first, I just wanted to let you know, as a hot yoga teacher for a really long time, if you said namasko at the end of my class, I would, I would appreciate that very much. Uh, and then best of the weekend is. Wait a minute. Hold my- on. Hold on, Julianne. Polly has a question. I'm just checking where the commas are. Do you teach hot yoga or you're, are you a hot Yoga teacher. Oh, both. Oh, okay. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh. Duh. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of humor. Like people don't have a sense of humor in hot yoga, Julian. There is in my class because I've been doing it for way too long, and you just can't take yourself that seriously. Okay. Um, All right. Okay. But, so, uh, uh, best and worst of the weekend. Best of the weekend. My Padres beating the Mets yeah. and. Uh, Getting through. Worst of the weekend is now we have to play the Dodgers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> historically not great for us. And also, happy birthday, Fritzy. Oh, that's Thank right. Happy much. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Paulie hated this, this birthday week. Fritzy, Fritzy's like, do, do I get a week? And I go, no, you're lucky to get a day. Exactly. Just embrace it. 10, 10, 69, same as Brett Favre. And Dale Jr. birthday today? I believe so. All right. Yes, Paul. Or uh, Seton? I like that we do a week-long extravaganza for Paul, who just wants it ignored. Yes. And we largely ignore it for Todd, yes. who just wants it acknowledged. <laughs> yes. Our show that's, in a nutshell. That's exactly who we that's are. That's for the whole month of October. That's not asking a while. Uh, Gabriel in California. Hi, Gabe. What's on your mind? ADP 510-193. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick question. How frustrating and how much pressure is on Derek Carr for tonight's game. Mm-hmm. And is Devontae Adams really frustrated on what's going on down there because he's used to being on a winning team? I don't know what... You know, these standalone games, if Derek Carr plays well, then everybody will be back on the Derek Carr bandwagon. But here's the thing. you got to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Do I expect them to beat Kansas City? No. But beat the beatable teams. If you do that and you beat the Cardinals and you beat the Titans, okay. If you lose to the Chiefs, then you're like, well, yeah, but that's the Chiefs. And you're playing in Kansas City. And you're seven and a half point underdogs. You know, I keep waiting for that offense to all of a sudden sync up where you go, okay. You know, you got a good tight end, good running back, Devontae Adams. Uh, but they haven't had that. There, there's no real rhythm there. But how many times, I'm trying to think in the last five years, how many times did we go into a season with high expectations for the Raiders? Now, you did it with Gruden because it was Gruden. But we normally don't have, 
Like, these expectations to me were exceedingly high. And I'll go back to the offseason when ESPN dedicated an entire week talking about the Raiders. At least it felt like it was an entire week where you're like, wow, okay. Um, maybe maybe they're tired of talking about the same teams and you're going to bring the Raiders in there. Yes, Marv. Do you think they were trying to be like ahead of the curve? Like, you know what? This is a team that people aren't talking about, but maybe, oh, you know what? We called it before everybody else did. I don't know if they do that as a network. I think that what happens every couple of years is there's a team that has a great offseason, and we equate the offseason with that's the new team. Remember like three years ago when Odell Beckham joined the Browns and everything started to click and Miles Garrett, and they got all the defensive backs, and we're like, that's the team, and we spent all of August talking about them. It always makes me nervous when, when we talk about this, and I go back to the dream team with the Eagles. When all of a sudden you're going Vince Young and, you know, is saying, oh, we got a dream team here. And Namdi Asamoah. And I was like, oh, okay, the Eagles got a dream team. I'm like, man, doesn't happen overnight. No, it just doesn't. It's, it's hard to go, we were this and now we're this. And look at all the talent we got and we're going to be great. It just, that's why I didn't buy into the Browns hype. All of a sudden they're bringing in everybody. I'm like, I don't, this doesn't, I don't know. Because I didn't think they had a, a, a head coach, and you're going to try to incorporate, uh, you know, Baker with OBJ and keeping everybody happy. A lot of talent, and obviously it didn't work out. Jordan in Florida. Hi, Jordan. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, I, actually, while I was waiting, uh, I remember last week you guys were going through the funny names, um, and I had a nice Jewish name that I thought uh, you guys would get a kick out of. First name Jenna. Last name Tollworth. And then uh, my worst of the week was FSU lost for the second week in a row. Probably going to make it three next week against Clemson. Uh, and also on the meditation front, I was pretty disappointed in Seton. Um, you know, you asked him if he meditated. I was expecting him to say, heck yeah, Dan, picked up a bag of meditation last week. Oh, okay. All right. What was the Jewish name? Todd? I didn't catch the last name. He said Jenna Tolls. I, I, I didn't. I, <laughs> I think we got it. I guess you did catch it. Jenna Tolls? Oh, okay. Oh, come on. I feel pretty stupid right now. Happy I'm birthday. I'm trying to figure out what kind of Jewish Happy phrase is that. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. It's Jenna Tolls. No, something Jenna Tolls. Right I don't that. know what he was referring he to. He set me up. I'm like, what's Jewish about Jenna Tolls? <laughs> Oh, it is a great birthday. I couldn't have walked into that worse. Oh. I was thinking about my days, like going to a Hebrew school and stuff, like genitals. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Judaism. That's wonderful. By the way, guess who else's birthday it is today? Oh. I uh, apologize if you've already said this. Somebody near and dear to Todd's heart, theoretically. One of the Landers twins. No. Jennifer Love Hewitt? No. So this is the team that he is just ride or dying with. Cortland Sutton. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Just got that sent in. How about that? Okay. Happy birthday, Cortland and Todd Fritz. All right. And Dale Jr. And Dale Jr. It's a beautiful thing. And Brad Favre. And Brad Favre. Eh, not so much yeah, a happy birthday. Not. The last is clear now. Maybe not. Uh, all right. Let me take a break. Last call for phone calls. 
<laughs> he's just going to eat all the cake himself. Yeah. Guy. I don't know what he's talking about. Jenna Tolls? Jenna Tolls. Uh, <laughs> clicking. I, I was watching Todd's face to see the moment it dawned on him, and it was like the third time through. Like, I know. Jenna, Jenna Tolls. Tolls. Oh, okay, yeah, I Jenna, see. Jenna what, that's not a Jewish name, Jenna Tolls. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure we won't replay that again. No, no, no. Not at all. Not at all. As, as you're trying to figure out in real time... That's Terrible. what was great. Like, Jenna Tolls. Took me way too long to figure that out. <laughs> Jenna Tolls. Like, on 20 seconds delay. Take a break. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wines, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. 
some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Uh, I don't know how it happened, but show's almost over. Eli Manning's going to join us on the program tomorrow. Uh, last call for phone calls. What we learned. What's in store tomorrow. All of that. Yes, Paulie. I have a hypothetical question for you off. Um, hey, what? Hypothetical question off Matt Rule being fired. <laughs> For the Panthers? Yeah. Would you trade, if you were the Panthers, would you uh, dump players? It's, what are we, two weeks, three weeks before the trade deadline? Someone needs a running back. You have an expensive running back who's oft injured. I don't know what the market is for Christian McCaffrey. I don't know. What's a good team that could use a solid all-purpose running back? Well, he's almost got a, like a third down back. Um, I have no idea. Just a thought, you know. Like, what if they? He's they, expensive. Yeah, he's expensive. Like the Eagles. The Eagles have everything but a star running. They, they got some di- nice running backs. Miles Sanders is a, Miles Sanders a nice good. running back. But yeah. imagine if you yeah. threw in mm. for a third round draft choice, mm. Christian McCaffrey for ten games. Mm. 11 games. Yeah. yeah. As long as Carolina picked up his paycheck. They might. They're picking up anyway. Jeff in L.A. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today? Good morning. Good morning. Best and worst. Two L.A. teams. Yeah. UCLA, best. L.A. Rams, worst. I also have a name. (laughs) (laughs) I also have a name. Oh, okay. A good friend of mine who's now probably going to be a former friend, Mercy Lee, married Alan Fox. Oh, I got you. Thank you, Jeff. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, mercy. Yeah. Well then. I know enough not to repeat that one. Not as good as Jen Atalia. Oh, Jen Atoll. <laughs> Jen Atolls. Jen Atolls. Some people are saying that maybe her last name was Tolworts. Oh. <laughs> Jenna Tolls is bad enough. Yeah. yeah. Anywho. All righty. Yep, it works. Uh, Reggie in Mississippi. Hi, Reg. What's on your mind? Jeez, Seaton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's what I said. Uh, uh, 
happy birthday, Frisky. Uh, happy birthday! Thank you. Happy birthday! Guess who else's birthday it is today? Uh, Brett Favre. Diamond Dave. David Lee Roth. Oh! Yay! Uh, Bozy, bop, zitty bop. Real quick, Dan, uh, uh, best and worst, uh, my son, a senior in high school here in Mississippi, caught the game-winning touchdown, 76-yard bomb, wide receiver, Ashton Ross, giving him a shout-out there. I like it. Um, yeah, worst, two days later, uh, I'm still getting congratulations phone calls during church. My cell phone rings, and this particular friend is ringtone. Uh, you'll like this, Marv. It's two live crews. Don't stop. Get it. Get it. Oh, it was it was just heart wrenching. In church, yeah. Don't In stop. Church, get it, get it. Hey, you know it, Marv. I do, and I dare not repeat any other words besides yeah. "Don't stop, get it, get, get it. it." Yeah. And who, that's it. Who's who and what's what? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Rory in Indianapolis. Hi, Rory. What's on your mind? Hey, thanks for taking the call, Dan. Best and worst of the weekend. So the best was probably one of the best laughs we've had, even better than anything on Saturday Night Live, was the Buck Showalter, Jacob DeGrom. A little awkward moment of the extra linger on the uh, butt tap with maybe a little curl there. Uh, It was pretty funny to watch if you haven't seen it. Worst of the weekend, Yankees announcing Garrett Cole's going to start game one. Uh, I think he's going to have a hard time keeping it in the yard against uh, Jose Ramirez. Would have rather seen him start in Cleveland. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Roy. Yeah, I thought it was weird when they were uh, inspecting uh, Musgroves that, you know, they were touching his ear and then I thought they were touching his cheek and then they were rubbing his back like it went a little too far. (laughs) It's like, wait, you're just checking to see if he's got a substance on his ear. And then they, I think they blew into his ear. I think I saw that one of the umpires saw that it's like. Hi, Joe. <laughs> Why are you rubbing his earlobe for so long? The umpire got the second base. Yeah. Whoa! Nice. All right. Wow. I didn't think it was that good. I shouldn't think it was that good. Very nice. Eric in Washington. Eric, this feels like a Friday. Uh, hi, Eric. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. You guys are you guys are awesome. <laughs> I, I'm one of those bipolar people. Okay, so I get manic. And then I get depressed. And you guys build me up every time I'm depressed. You make me laugh. And the best this weekend was definitely your Seattle Mariners making the epic comeback against Toronto. And now our town finally gets to see a playoff game. Yay. No, it's great. Uh, You know, uh, they've been quiet. They hung in there the entire season and slip in and – it's, it, it's one of those situations where you go, those teams are always dangerous because they've been playing playoff baseball for a month, just try to, to make it into the playoffs. Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie. Got a couple. Let's see. The first one is 1865. The billiard ball was patented by John Wesley Wyatt. 1977, Joe Namath played his last game of his National Football League career. Dan, I'm taking you out of this. Who was he playing for when Joe Namath played his last game mm-hmm. in the pros? Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Dan? Look weird in those uh, uniforms. You look cool, though. Mm, Los Angeles Rams. Rams yeah. yeah, the Rams. Look a little weird. Mark Messier in 79 made his NHL debut with the Edmonton Oilers. That's it. Uh, Marcus Allen rushed for 211 yards on this day. Fifth straight 200-plus yard rushing game in a lost Arizona. Uh, you mentioned Lawrence Taylor, number 56, retired. Um, how about this? First team in NFL history to score 40 points 
commit zero turnovers, and lose. The previous teams were 463-0 and when having at least 40, zero turnovers, and still lose. It happened on this date in 2021, last season. Does anybody remember that? No. Okay. The, oh, the, the, I wanted to answer something right. The Browns. Browns lost to the Chargers 47-42. And Chargers just played the Browns yesterday. Oh. Said, see with that? It all comes okay. together. All right. Todd, what did you learn today? Nebraska celebrating a bit too long for your taste after barely winning. Oh, at my Rutgers, God. They shouldn't 13. have been celebrating at all. You beat them 13 to 12. Get in the locker room. Get on the damn plane. Seton O'Connor. Todd's giving us gifts today on his birthday. He gave us another classic moment. Jenna Cole. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Marv, what did you learn today? I didn't catch the last name. He said Marv. What did you? That's what we learned. Brought to you by M Drive. Text Dan to 55,000. Feel good. Accomplish more. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. Happy oh, birthday. Yeah. One more item as we close out this Monday show as a business owner, you feel boxed in by the pressures of running your business. All you want to do is run your business, right? You got to manage remote workforces, keeping up with the changing regulations, HR compliance, hiring, retaining top talent, handling payroll, the list goes on and on and on. All you want to do is keep your employees engaged, running your business smoothly. Well, that's where Insperity comes in. They have over 30 years of HR experience to help you help you develop a people strategy that supports your business strategy. And then you can focus on the health of your organization. What if your HR strategy included access to better benefits, helping you keep the employees you have and attracting new ones? What if they offer training for your employees, increasing their value, their skills, so they become more productive? Always going to be challenges that you're going to face in business, no matter where they come from. Insperity is ready to help you move past them. Because with Insperity, Nothing seems impossible. Insperity. HR that truly makes a difference. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The superbly versatile all-electric EQB from Mercedes-Benz. It's impressively techy and surprisingly roomy with available seating for up to seven. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQB. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 